Right, what up, what up, what up, everybody? Happy Sunday. Y'all know what it is. It's your girl, Jackie Johnson. And it's LaQuisha. Y'all know what it is. Welcome back to another episode of Super Conversations in Black. Hey. Y'all hear it? You hear the beat? Well, maybe start doing the dance. Uh-uh, sis. Hey, don't let me rebox on you. Uh, uh, uh. Have a Somebody gonna say there's something wrong with us. It is, but that's that's all business. That's true, it is. <laughs> that's that TLC. Come on, do it with us, do it with us. Especially if you know this song. I know y'all know this song. Yeah, no, what about them friends? What about your friends? <laughs> Mm, mm, All right, y'all, mm. y'all know what it is. Season two, episode five. What about your friends? I'm telling you, what about your friends? There you That's go. So today, y'all know we had to hit it. We thought we would chill it on down because y'all be getting so mad at us when we be talking about that relationship stuff. So I'm saying I don't even know why. <laughs> why y'all so, be you Because the truth hurts. Lord have mercy. And we understand, we understand, but it is our job to make sure that we are having truthful and honest conversations in our circle of love, trust, and influence so that we can be better as a people, better as a community. And I'm telling you, so sis, I'm let you hit us with the introduction. Oh, what about your friends? You know she done went and did some research. You yeah, know, I know. I, up to you. I got right. a few notes. I got a few <laughs> notes. Just a few. So, yes, today is about friendships and healthy and unhealthy. How do you know that you have healthy friendships, healthy relationships? How do you know if you are a healthy friend? How do you know if you're in a one-sided friendship? Mm -hmm. We're going to break some of this stuff down. So statistics say that we should have at least five good friends. Oh, nope. I ain't got five. Oh, is we talking to you today? Mm, I ain't got five. got five. Not Statistics no say not no real friends. Oh, see, see, and we're gonna talk about that word real friends. <laughs> Statistics say that we should have at least five good friends that overall impact your group. They should be able to help you health-wise, mental-wise, just overall health and mental wellness. Those five friends, they should all play a part in the well-being of you. Mm-hmm. So you said you don't have five good friends. Mm-mm. Four, maybe. Four and a half? Four. No. Can Four. we count the children? No, we can't count the kids. They ain't, they ain't our little friends. Because <laughs> let me tell you, yeah. my kids will remind me. Remember you said I ain't your little friend, mama. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So if you like my sister over here, but I can't even say just like my sister because I don't have like five really good friends. I mean, I take that back. I got five close confidants. I do. Um, but they play different roles. Mm-hmm. They but don't see, all play. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah, me- and, and that's the thing. They don't yeah. all have to. Yeah, they don't all have to. Your okay. friends, they should be compartmentalized. Compartment. Well, I definitely have people that is like that. But when you talk about close friends, right? Close that's friends for me, close friends is like all of the above. 
You know what I mean? If I'm okay, at all of, I gotta share the most vulnerable part of me. I can talk to them about mm-hmm. if if I'm if I have a financial situation. As proud as I am, I can go to them. Uh, you know what I mean? Like that's close friends to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I, have some, yeah. I have some friends who will be there for me, who will support me if I'm doing something. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't necessarily. Like consider them vulnerable side of myself to them, even right. though they're, they're they're good friends, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't be part of my inner circle close friends. And that's a part of balance. That's actually pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. That's all a part of balance. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna identify if you can think about some friends that you have in your corner, or at least you think you do. Let's see if we can identify some toxic traits that may show you that they are not good friends. Okay. We we. We we number mm. one, your friend should not be in competition with you. Oh, that's number one. That is number Secret one. Or public secret or public competition. Secret or public competition. How can you tell that they're in competition with you? I don't know. Let's start with maybe you go out and buy a new car, and then they go and buy a new car. You might say, you know what? That's a quinky thing. We both was blessed at the same time, right? But then you go get a new pair of shoes and they go get a new pair of shoes. Well, that's a quinky thing. But then you don't went to a Chinese food restaurant and they don't went to a better one across town. That ain't no quinky thing. If you're going to go behind me and do something that I do three times, maybe four, that might not be a quinky thing. Now, we can look at this in one or two ways. Number one, you can look at it as if they are in competition with you. The other way you can look at it is, well, maybe they just admire you or want you to mentor them. So, as someone said to me one day, maybe you should say to someone, do you want to mentor me? Sometimes you just got to put that out there on the table and ask them. Now, if the person says, People ain't that mature, sis. Well, I want you to, I want to mentor you. That's when you know. Because if you don't feel like they want to mentor you, they might be, in, or you don't feel like they can mentor you, you might be in competition. Now, you could also ask them, do you want me to mentor you? You could say it, just be playing around with it. Girl, I just got that fashion overdress yesterday. Or th- th- that last week, and you got that fashion overdress on this week. You must want me to mentor you. You can say it like that, and if they get offended, then maybe they're in competition. Okay, so that's number one. You can't have competition. How can two walk together unless they agree? You can't be in competition with one another. And even somebody that's over agreeable, sometimes they are over agreeable because they are wanting to compete. They will take your property, your intellectual property. They will take who you are as a person and emulate that. Let's be real. We see it even happen in the church, in any arena, in the job. They will hang around you, absorb your essence, Try to learn everything that makes you you. Learn the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you dress to impress. They will take in your essence. And the next thing you know, they'll get the promotion you'll be forgotten about because they then took everything from you and applied it to themselves. That's not a good friend. Number two, someone who is not a good friend routinely flakes out on you Mm. in one way or another. Okay. Now, People may not always be able to get to you right away or whatever, but it could be where you are always available for them when mm-hmm. you when they call and they need something, some type of advice or anything like that. But you can't never get them on the on the main line. You better call Tyrone. You can't never get them on the main line. You'd be better <laughs> off calling Tyrone than calling your supposed to be friend who is and, never uh, available for you, but you are always available for them. And they routinely, I didn't say once or twice, I said they routinely mm. flake out on you. So that means they be, this is repetitive. And that means that your time is not as important. I told somebody this a long time ago. Well, a little bit ago. I said, 
if you, I know you know I'm going to say something crazy. Look, I say, if you go into the gas station and you want premium gas, you can't pay for premium gas on unleaded gas money. I'm premium. Quite enough. I'm premium. So if you want, if you want my premium time and you want me to give you premium gas, you got to put some premium money in me. And listen, ladies, I ain't talking to y'all. So don't go out there to the club tomorrow night or whenever and say, you got to give me some premium to money. Make it rain. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not asking I'm you to do no, make it drizzle. Sit down. To make, I'm not asking you or telling you to tell nobody make nothing drizzle and make nothing rain. <laughs> I'm just telling you that you're premium and that people should be investing pretty much in you as much as you are all of y'all ain't premium all of y'all ain't premium some of y'all kerosene you ain't even gasoline (laughs) i'm sorry she's trying to say some of y'all is bikes listen i'm I'm just saying i'm just saying upgrade yourself sis upgrade yourself like be real no but i do want to i'm being go ahead i do want to interject on these uh two because you're gonna go on and i'm gonna forget yes But anyways, uh, so number one, uh, you said you know that they're a, they're a real friend when they're not in competition. Yes. I will testify here. That person that is in competition with you, you be looking at them as an equal. You be looking at them as a friend, as a sister. But the whole time they looking at you like, oh, she thinks she's somebody. Oh, she trying to level up on me. Oh, she thinks she better than me. Oh, she thinks she more this than me. Oh, she thinks she more that than me. But yeah. see, that's that dysfunction that a lot of women, especially a lot of black women have Talk about it. because there is so much, and I don't think people really get it. There is so much trauma that we have passed out as a race of people, let alone mm-hmm. going into individual family dynamics, let alone going into our social settings, such as church, school, wherever you, you know, clubs, whatever that thing is, you know, because oftentimes, whatever you're missing from your family dynamic, you look for it in alternate spaces. Yes, you like do. You know, for the church girl, it'd be church because church becomes your second family. Or mm-hmm. in the church, it may be the club. It may be the people you hang out with and, and do the street life with. You know what I mean? Everybody looks for that alternate source when things were not functional in their own home. Mm-hmm. And so when you get into those spaces, what I have found out since as an adult woman in my 40s, I have learned that a lot of women, even at my age, are not capable of true friendship, not because there's something wrong with you, but because they have not gotten over hurts and betrayals and abandonments from other friends or other yeah. women or other people. And so, so sad. you finally, finally get a real friend in your life and you can't keep them because nope. you Treat them like the friend that hurt you, betrayed you, lied on you, stole from you, or did whatever the case is. And so, as always, we we talk about that healing, but it's in every journey of our life, not just relationships. The right. second thing you talked about um, that I really want to uh, touch on uh, was, you know, the fact that unavailable. Um, they're unavailable. They're unavailable. They flake out on you. All they the flake. Time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, this is this is a really big telltale sign that a lot of people overlook. And the thing is, um, I'm kind of one of them people I gauge, you know, so I'm a giver and a nurturer by nature. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's my husband, my children, my family, my sisters, my close friends. I am a giver and a nurturer by nature. So when my friends have something going on, like I am very intentional about A, supporting them, A, B, uh, B being there for them, and C, showing them my love and appreciation, whether yes. that's the gifts, whether that's through a car, whether that's through whatever. I'm one of them people. I don't just say, I love you and I appreciate she you. Is. I try to show it. And mm-hmm. so I'm the type of person, I don't judge everybody else the way I am. I don't expect right. you to be, which I've matured from there because there was a time when I felt <laughs> like if you don't do it like I do it, then you don't love me. You don't care about me. She can tell you. Uh, but I matured from that place to understand <laughs> 
everybody is not me. They're not going to respond like me. They're not going to show their love <laughs> like me. Get your life together. Okay. See, this, this is what happens when you have real conversations with your sister. Okay. She like, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Don't tell no stories. Okay. So, uh, but anyways, so I have matured beyond that enough to understand that everybody shows love differently. Everybody shows appreciation differently, but the foundational truths are still the same. A person yeah. who cannot be there for you in times of trouble and trial and at those times when you really need someone, because most of us, if you're a mature woman, an independent woman, you don't lean on people very often. So no, we don't really goes wrong in your life. And that friend is never available. Right. Something you need wrong. to question whether or not that's your friend. That's not really your friend. You know what I mean? And I don't care if that's a male or female dynamic. Anybody who is your friend is going to hurt when you're hurt. They yeah. are going to be sad when you're sad. They're going to be discouraged when you're discouraged. And their job in that moment is going to be, how can I help them come out of this place? Yes. And so yes. if they don't have an immediate yes. concern for you, then that's yes. not a good friend. Or there you go. friendship, but that's good. Go ahead, sis. I know you got a list for that's us. Okay. Um, the next one is that they don't get excited when good things happen to you. You know, they don't get excited when good things happen to you or for you. And some would say, well, that's like competition, but not so much. Doesn't necessarily mean that they want the exact thing that you have. They just don't get excited for you to have a new thing. Mm. That's called envy. Mm. That's oh. not called jealousy or competition. That's envy. It, it can, for example, why does she have to have that? Why does something good always have to have happen for her? Right. I'm the one that, I don't know, went to school. Right. Oh, that's a good one. That's envy. Good one. That's a really understand good one. the difference between <laughs> right. Understand the difference between envy and jealousy. Yes. Jealousy is why does she get that? I look better in it. That's mm -hmm. jealousy because I covet that because I think I'm better. I have it better. Envy is I have the degree. Why is it her? Yeah, it's like I'm more deserving. She don't I'm more deserving of what you have. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's another one. That's you good. might want to get rid of them. If you got some friends around you that aren't happy when good things happen to you, and every time something good happens to you, and I'm not telling you to be no showboat, girl, this happened today, girl, that happened today, blah, 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 blah. But there should be friends around. And, and let me just say this, you should be able to tell your friends as much of, the, of the good stuff that you want to tell them because there should be a transference of energy. You all should be happy good. for one another. And when we are linked together, what good thing happens for me is going to happen for my my sister because we all connected that's the way we roll and if you don't roll with no bums then they time is coming that's it that's it right if you roll with bums you get bum things i'm not calling nobody no bum but i'm just saying you may want to survey the quality that you keep around you yeah. the next thing is friends don't put each other down in public mm -hmm. that. now i see a lot of females sometimes Oh, girl, you got that for Rainbow. Now, I don't personally shop there myself. I don't. But it's somebody that do. That's her business. You ain't got to put her business out there on Facebook like that or social media. <laughs> Did you just say you shop at Rainbow? Yeah, girl, I got this from Rainbow. Ain't it cute? You got that from Rainbow. <laughs> I did, boo -boo. I did. I got it from Rainbow. That, it was like $14. Girl, it's cute. Extra, extra. Girl. We thought about it. <laughs> it really is see y'all see that did y'all see how that just was you saw that tester that was a tester y'all didn't even know it it was a tester i said rainbow she said she got the shirt from rainbow i responded girl that's cute on you but then you will have some friends that'll be like girl you shop at rainbow you need to go sit down somewhere if your friends are putting each other down and i'm not saying look before anybody send me a message 
<laughs> Let me say. But I'll be sending my sister no message about this crazy. Oh, anybody send me a message about Rainbow the clothing store? I'm not putting Rainbow down. She is. Everybody not. done shopped it's at Rainbow. People's analogy. Okay, it's oh, just an analogy. Down. Pipe down, just, Pipe down. Just relax. I'll fight okay. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So anyway, there shouldn't be no girl. You need to sit down somewhere. Like you, that that young woman could have put that outfit on, put them shoes on, and be really feeling good about herself. But because you think that she ain't never had nothing, and you so much better than her, you want to put her down. That's not a real friend. If you get some friends around you that they're not used to seeing you dress up, but all of a sudden you dress up one day, and they decide that girl, you just now start dressing up. That ain't your friend. Because or, if anything, they should be encouraged. Where are you going? Who are you going to see? <laughs> Man, listen, this is a true story. I used to wear, um, I used to wear like regular church clothes, like uh, these dresses and stockings and stuff like that in my beginning. And I still okay. do, but listen, <laughs> in my oh, beginning. Mother oh, Mother Hubbard. <laughs> mother hubbard lived in the cupboard i did so i'm talking about all the way down to the ankles and so anyway eventually i started to dress like in the two-piece suits and buttons up and stuff like that and so one day i had come into the church and somebody said they was in the pulpit talking and he said you can change your clothes but you can't change who you are so you can switch up your clothes you can start wearing two-piece suits and stuff like that all you want to and blah 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 and at first I was real upset I was real upset like man they talking about me they is but I didn't stop wearing that stuff because I continued to wear what was going to level me up because because what we do is some people dress down some people dress up I was dressing for my next level that's what I was doing. And I look back at that person now, they're doing the same thing that I was doing in 2003, mm-hmm. 2001. So some, if you got friends that are trying to put you down, they may not be your real friend. Okay. The ain't next no thing man. is, ain't huh? no man. They, they ain't your friend. They're not your friend. They shouldn't be putting your clothes down. And come on now. If anything, they could tell you something in private. Now, if your shorts is too small, that's different. You ain't going nowhere with me with your shorts all the way up your booty. But that's me. You might have a, a, a network of friends that wear booty shorts. That's all I'm saying. The next thing is... <laughs> we don't wear booty shorts around no, here. Unless it's for my husband. Oh, Lord. He can get all the booty shorts he wants. We used to have bikers, y'all, and three, <laughs> five, seven, three, five, seven kittens. <laughs> I did wear those. You did. Yeah. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> okay, I so with a long shirt. What a long shirt. Don't listen to her. Don't listen to her. <laughs> hey, I'm just be straight up with y'all. I had biker shorts and I had Jodeci boots. Forever, my lady. And it means so much to me. Don't judge me. Don't judge my clothes. I was going to the next level and Jodeci was taking me higher because they had me thinking. The next thing is your friends don't tell each other secrets. Oh, that, that, oh, we, you got to watch that. They don't, they don't tell. I'm going to interject right there because that's that's real. I'm going to tell you something. There is people that I was friends with that I am no longer friends with. And guess what? I still hold their secrets. <laughs> that's good. That's loyalty. I still that's something, that says something about you. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Like there, and this is the thing that I think messes me up is because mm-hmm. when you a person of that moral code, like we all live by some type of code. Mm-hmm. And my code is not just based upon my God and, and my, my spiritual belief. My code is also based upon my beliefs. When I was out there in the street, there were certain things that morally we mm-hmm. did not do. You understand right. what I'm saying? Right. Now, when I came into Christ, that just added to my moral code. But like there are certain things that I'm not capable of because it's not in my DNA. You understand what I'm saying? Disloyalty haterade jealousy mm-hmm. envy i don't have that in my dna 
it ain't in me. You know what I'm saying? So a person can do me bad. They can talk about me like a dog. They can even try to tell my secrets or tell lies, but I'm not the one that's going to be like, oh, they want to say this. So I'm going to say this. That ain't right. me. I'm loyal. Right. I'm loyal. Right. I'm going to hold it because at the end of the day, it's something about my personal value that I hold myself in a high regard and to speak right. down to such a level to do what you have done takes away my value. You understand? Yeah. And God will repay. So it, Snitches it get stitches. Me. I promise you. He gonna Snitches get block. stitches. God gonna spend a block for me. I ain't Period. worried about it. So you keep, talking, keep doing what you want to do. He gonna spend a block. But I'm gonna hold your little secret as if I'm still your friend. Okay. Well, don't don't keep talking about me because snitches get stitches. <laughs> Period. Eee. If I find out you can let go of some of my secrets, you might as well get ready to. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. I don't divulge too many secrets. I ain't talking about you. I'm talking about just people. You no, might I'm as well go saying, and get I'm you just a. Saying, like at the end of the day, if I tell somebody something, I ain't gonna lie to you. It's something that if it ever get out, I ain't shame. It's only it's only two people in the world I really tell secrets to, and one of them is sitting right here, and I kill her dead. She will, she will. So I don't tell her stuff because I don't want her telling that. And vice versa, I'm not messing with this OG right here. This is a criminal mm -hmm. right here. She just under the blood. I'm under the blood. Look, we both gonna be walking around here with stitches everywhere. <laughs> anyway, oh, no. girl. But we got a cold. It, we never got to worry about that. And for everybody who think like me and her just so proud, we done fell out. We done fell out a couple of times. Yes. But there's a code of honor that mm -hmm. because I know that that is my for real sister and she know that I am her for real sister. Yes. There's a code of honor. The yes. most we're going to do to each other is not speak. That's right. <laughs> and I was just going to say that. That's another thing. You fall. There's another thing. When you fall out with your friend, it should never go to a place or a level of dirtiness mm. and filthiness and underhandedness yeah. to where you actually want to do malice. You want to do malice to somebody that you considered your friend and y'all don't fell out over $50. I don't know what folk. It, it don't make any sense. Were they your real friend to begin with? Because the next thing you know, you're talking about some, and your mama can't read, and your daddy went to jail. And you, just, you know what I mean? Like, you done went all the way down. down. And no. I had to take care of you because you, you, you know, I mean, you I, I had to take no. care of you because you, you remember when you had no. them roaches. Girl, it don't make no you sense. Know, you had that husband who ain't do nothing, and I always had to bail you out. You know? Listen, listen, listen. What? That's how you know they're not a real friend. So, that is how you know when they get ready hey, to throw so that stuff up in your face. With you. Some people claim to be your friends, but they have that secret envy, that secret competition, and they really sit back waiting for the moment where mm -hmm. your stuff blow up so they can like smile a bit. Throw it in your face. Remember I told you, like, I, I no lie, this is a true story. I told my sister here about a real life situation like that friends that I had called sister and brother for years. You understand what I'm saying? My children called them auntie and uncle. Mm -hmm. And I hit a very bad place in my life. And I mean, it was the hardest place I had ever been in. And when I tell you that enemy in them was gloating, like, man, we finally got some owner, finally something yeah. she messing up at or, or something going wrong in her life. It was like, I was so crushed. She can tell you, yeah. I was so hurt. I was she so was crushed. crushed. She was. But let me tell you about a real friend. Mm, 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 Lord. Let me tell you about a real friend. Crazy. Them same people. My crazy got us blocked. <laughs> I got everybody blocked. Everybody. Everybody. Mama, brother, sister, they God, blocked everybody. I told him I was gonna poop, 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 poop. I'm just playing. She ain't playing. Keep we would never spread violence against nobody. Keep your mouth up off. I said, what you gonna say? What you gonna say? Because see, they don't like it when you say, oh, that's what you're gonna say about them. What about your stuff? Mm. Mm. I'm one of them. Don't come for me about, don't come to me, don't, and they didn't even come to me. I just called out the blue. <laughs> Listen, I got some gangster friends. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. My friends are gangster. Girl, I didn't even come to me. One of my friends almost got charges filed on them. I was like, sure did. 
Let it go. Listen. My, so okay. that's another thing. It should never go that low to where you have you you putting your friend down and being so filthy and dirty to them. You may not have been well, you weren't friends to begin with. Another thing is, and this going hit some people probably quite a little different. I hope they ain't watching, but if they is, it's okay. Sorry. You bring your friends around people that you like, and they're mean to them. Mm. Somebody gonna be like, what does it matter? They just may not vibe with them. They may not. But out of respect for you, right? No, they no, can no. wait until that person is yeah. out of your presence. Yeah, there's a way to, to share how they feel. Right. But if you somebody ain't gonna agree, but this is yeah. real. Because you think you can be. Exactly. When you you like someone, you bring them around this other friend, this other friend is like treating them very nasty. And then you have potentially lost a good friendship Mm -hmm. based on something else. You know what I'm saying? So you may want to be careful that because that might be a possessive friend Mm. and they're not good friends when they possessive like that of all of your time. Yeah. Next thing you know, you got a single white female on your hands. You may want to be careful with that. And I want to talk about that because Go ahead. I mean, a lot of these dynamics, me and my sister have actually been through, you know. Yeah. Like there's been friends I had that she didn't mess with, but she was very kind to them. Very, hey, how you doing? You know, same with her. She never had a friend. <laughs> I used to call her friends adoptees. Yeah, no, she was like, you got uh children, them go adopted children. Adopted children, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be mean, but I no, she was me. never mean. Like, Adopted. but I'm saying that we both had that she had a friend. I was like, don't bring that heifer around me. She did. <laughs> Period. I had two of no one of them was my family. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't bring that heifer. One of them was a family member, y'all. <laughs> but Whenever that person was around, I was cordial. Hey, how you doing? Da, 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 da. I just know it wasn't somebody I wanted in my personal space. Nah, nah. You keep no. her okay with you. That's your friend. Your All friend. right, let me go ahead and hit this one because I know we ain't talking about relationships, but I'm going to go ahead and go there. Oh. When they take a stuff without asking like your man. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Listen. Sister friend. Don't do that. Listen. Don't do that. You like my man too much you like my man too much Mm-mm. why you always gotta get in the picture with my man Mm-mm. now if, if if now this was different my sister was married when she was is married that's my brother you know it it was the same thing we we came up to get that's different you you got brothers and stuff in christ yeah. but um yeah, a whole different thing you got a new friend that always wants to be around your man oh girl i just wait at the house while you run to the grocery store who, 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 no 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 you, you gonna stay where at what who house and i'm not <laughs> <laughs> the devil is alive and i'm not insecure at all i ain't but, even i'm crazy but you shouldn't your friends should not be more interested in what your man is doing versus what you doing and now, vice versa now 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 let's sit here for a minute now Oh my. So they don't take things without asking. If they take your man, that ain't your friend. Listen, now we ain't even gonna go that far because I'm telling you, if I had a friend who took my man, like well, you know, I got a situation now, you know, with somebody now, I, I know. Now I had a situation in the past, like yeah, where I had a friend who totally I guess had a thing for my husband at the time. I had no idea because they all knew each other before I came alone. Mm-hmm. And they actually introduced me to him. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea. But the friend missed my wedding on purpose and, and all kind of stuff. And then later, uh, when me and the husband had issues, I found out in the worst way that my friend was messing with my husband. And wasn't we was, a friend. Yeah, we were separated, but uh, like, you know, and so, wasn't your friend. And when I confronted the now, first of all, everybody knows uh, a crazy person lives inside of here, so that she was did. just that was the wrong trigger right there because that almost ended up in, in a prison situation. There you go. 
However, when I confronted the so-called friend, like everything started coming out. The jealousy started coming out. You know, he did this with you. He he kept you in front, always hid me. Well, I didn't even know you was ever around. I wouldn't See? have never been, I wouldn't have never been down that road. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's like, not your friend. Uh, not your friend. But not what I want to say here is uh, beyond that, like that was the first and last time I ever had that encounter and not out of jealousy or insecurity, as my sister was saying, but yeah. some of us women, um, our husbands and our children, our family unit is sacred. Yes. And there are certain things you don't cross. Yes. Even now, I have three very, very close sisters. Like they are, yes. mom, but they are closer like a sister. And uh, they have men or spouses in their life. And one thing about us is if you with my sister, you are my brother. You yes. know what I mean? And vice yes. versa. If, if there's a man in my life, that is their brother. Like that's yes. how we are because yes. we're tight knitted like a family. So the reality. I almost is, said something, but go ahead. Yeah. So the reality is <laughs> like we have a built in respect because we reverence family and relationships. <laughs> there is certain things that's just not going to happen. Exactly. You know what, I'm what I'm saying? Like as close as. I was to to your sibling or, or I mean your spouse and as close as you was to my spouse, there were still personal lines we wasn't crossing, no matter right. how comfortable we all were. And I'm just one of them people. Yeah, I could have, I could, my sister could leave and go somewhere and leave me at the house with her, her husband. Uh, never yes, yes. Because yes. we were family, but we didn't do those things. Right. Not because we couldn't, but because there is just, you know, we're women of wisdom. Yes. So I don't even want the idea or the implication or yes. anything to be said. I have a sister and she has a spouse. And guess what? Her spouse loves me like a sister. And sometimes he'll try to call me when they done had a fight. And I will ignore his phone calls. <laughs> there you go. There not you go. He's not my brother. Not because I don't love him, but my loyalty and my allegiance is to my sister. And yes. I can get in the middle of that and make it seem like, you know, I'm double dipping. So right. I have to remove myself from the situation. Now, later on, when they make up, I usually mm -hmm. talk to them. Because yeah. now there's a different perspective, but I can't get together. in the middle while y'all fighting. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, again, that's wisdom. That is just how right. we maneuver. And so... What I'm saying about that whole man thing is, uh -huh. as a woman, you have to learn some boundaries because a lot of women just don't know boundaries. And, and they don't. Some women, though, they got larceny in their heart from the jump. So, yes, they hang around you, but they getting jealous. Did you just call them some larcenists? They got <laughs> larceny in their heart from the jump. They see how good he treats you. They try to be around to pick up the pieces. She calling y'all some thieveries. Yeah, yes. She's you plot, you plotting on the heist. You plotting on the heist. You can't. You out here trying joint. to set it off on her man. They casing out the joint. They try to play like, bro, what's up, bro, bro? And they casing the joint out. Hey, I really do I know kid. a situation like I that, kid. though. I ain't gonna. I yeah, we kid. both know a situation like that that's going on right now. Fact. It's happening right now, and she I, better not. She, I, I kill you dead. She, she better she, quit trying her. I'm she, tell you that right now. Chitty, chitty, I hope chitty, she bang, tuned bang. in. Quit, keep trying her. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Keep trying her. I'll be up there. The next thing is, uh, <laughs> I got one more thing, and then and I got my own. Yeah, we said what we said. We love God, but He know who in Him. <laughs> yeah, we love the Lord, but you gonna quit trying that one. Um, and that's real talk. Look, they only talk about themselves. Mm. Mm. They constantly mm. only talk about themselves. It's mm -hmm. like you can call them with a situation going on with you and it'll go right back to them. I got a friend that do that all the time. My dog could have just died Jesus. five minutes before she called. And I'll be talking to her and it'll be like, she'll, she's talking to me about whatever situation. I don't know. Maybe she lost a 
bag of sugar. And I say, girl, you know, my dog just died. Oh, you did. Oh, that's so sad. How old was the dog? Oh, five years. Oh, you know, that dog would have really liked my sugar. If I could have found my sugar, that dog would have probably liked my sugar. Girl, you know, my sugar the other day. They only talk about themselves. That is a one-sided relationship. And here's my thing. This is my own personal thing, not from any board or anything that you know i call this the three d's Uh of toxic friendships y'all ready come on they divas disregarders and ditto demons wait a minute wait a minute so i guess it could be the fourth d's go back they did they they divas disregarders um and ditto demons ditto demons did i call them ditto demons listen i can't stand a ditto demon i know a ditto demon right now i'm working on her i can't stand a ditto demon you like you know what i went to theology school ditto you know what i ate some frosted flakes this morning ditto i bought me a new live rule set ditto ditto demons and if you don't know what ditto mean it mean me too bro ditto me too Anyway, so those are mine. Hashtag, hashtag ditto demon. Listen, somebody go put that up on Facebook. They're going to be like, she said ditto demons. They ditto I'm about to put it up there right now. Hashtag ditto demon. That is all. Look, so they're divas. I say demon divas because if we go out somewhere, you got to be extra everywhere we go. It's not because I'm jealous. Like it could be like, uh, um, Maybe it's the first day a waitress on a job and you want to give her a hard time because she messed up on the order, but it's her first day on the job. I mean, like stuff like that. I had a situation where I was cool with this girl. I promise you, we went out of the country and, um, it's so funny because I said to her, you know, I was like, you know, you want to probably um, pay for this early and get your luggage and stuff, you know, pay for all this stuff early, because if you don't, you know, you may not be able to book your seat on the flight and they're going to just put you anywhere. Right. And it wasn't really out of the country. It was just to Puerto Rico. So anyway, she um, so she didn't take my advice. So here I am sitting in first class. I had wonderful seats, okay? And she had to sit in the back. So when she said the back, they in the back of the plane party and they back there getting lit, lit. And on the way off the plane, one of the passengers threw up on her jacket. Mm. so it was she was back there getting ready to fight now she we was with another girl so it was three of us i just happened to be in the front though they booked them economy tickets in the back that is on them because i told them <laughs> to pay for their stuff early so they getting back there for the fight i'm not i can't run. i can't get through the people to get back there to knock people out so the next thing i know one of the flight attendants it was his very first day he said ma'am i'm so sorry he said uh we will try to get the cleaning bill even though it was wasn't the flight attendant's fault girl when I tell you she lit into the flight attendant instead of lighting into the person that threw up on her jacket and then when we got off the plane she lit into the people at the um when we got off the plane wanting the money for her ticket back I said did the whole airline did it or what's this just this one person and it's technically your fault because I told you to pay for your stuff early you the one wanted to spend 35 dollars on tickets well, God. Then from the first restaurant we went to, she was just cussing people out. So I just, I can't do a negative Nancy diva spirit. Jesus. I can't. My next D is a disregarder. Disregard your health, disregard your faith, disregard how you are, disregard how you feel, disregard anything that's going on around you. The only thing they care about is what's happening with them. These two things are not good friends for me. Maybe they work for you, but they don't work for me. I don't do disregarders. Man, listen, I will cut you off so smooth. You won't even know we ain't friends. Real talk. Because I will still be polite yep. and kind to you. How you doing? But you, you just totally disregard. I'm sitting here telling you, hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is how, this is what's going on with me. Maybe we can work on our relationship, our friendship. And you disregard it and don't apologize. 
apply anything because I know the type of friend I am. If you tell me something and 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 it's right, and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna try to be a better friend. Yeah. In yeah. this area. I may not be able to do everything, yeah. but I'm gonna try to do this. So at least my because I want my friends to feel important to me. But if you disregard the way I'm feeling, baby, I will cut you smooth. I'm a smooth operator. Mm-hmm. You will never even know. I got the kindest yeah. demeanor. Yeah. I'm serious and will be very polite. And then oh. did, diddle demons. These diddle demons, and y'all can hashtag it. You can hashtag it. It's my words, but it's all good. These diddle demons, every time something good is happening with you, they ditto. It's almost like competition, but it ain't. They just want to make, but it ain't competition. What they want to do is prove themselves to you. I don't want no friend that's always got to prove themselves to me. Be who you are. We are not always on the same level, and that's okay. What you can get, you can't get from me. I can get from you like we can glean from one another but if we both in the same thing at the same time always at the same level I can't always be around somebody where I'm the smartest person in the room yeah no that's not it's not what you're supposed to do that's a lopsided relationship and see I think that's a lot of people's problem is because they don't understand what friendship is really about you know at the end of the day friendship is about give and take there are mm-hmm. things that my sister teaches me and there are things that I teach my sister. Yes. There are things that I have imparted from her down through the years, even as a woman, even as a wife. And there are things that she has imparted from me. That's yes. what a relationship is. I don't care what type of relationship is. If it does not give ante, it is not a healthy, productive relationship. And you have to begin to question if that is somebody you should be connected to if it's all you given or all you receive it. Yeah, so you don't want to be in a situation where you're the smartest person in the room all the time. And you don't always want to, who wants to be on the same level as they sister? Now, don't get me wrong, I want all my sisters to be bosses and I want them all to win. But we don't always all have to be on the same level. Your boss may not be the same boss she is. My sister is an entrepreneur. She do a lot of things, entrepreneur Why She got all kinds of stuff going on. One day she'll be selling lipstick. Next day she'll be selling cantaloupe. I'm trying to tell you, like she gonna dress that cantaloupe up so good you go eat that cantaloupe okay one listen oh, she is, Lord help me. look that lipstick she got on right now is probably from her lipstick line <laughs> the hair probably is and the chains and the earrings is probably from her daughters like she is an entrepreneur okay. she's turned her children into entrepreneurs and all of that and i totally admire and respect that 150 percent i'm with that i on the other hand i like to work but, I, but that's but that's also commendable and box like my sister is a career woman she has educated herself above and beyond what people ever thought she could she has rose up through the ranks of her company to a place where she is very sought after and fought over within that career arena that is boss status that's what right. I'm saying at the end of the day we can look at each other and see each other's strengths and even praise each other because yes. that is the level of boss that we both hold she also yes. has turned her kids into some straight boss they own their yes. educational stuff on their way to some entrepreneurial stuff as well yeah. you know writing books like they mama write books all kind of stuff like this is what i'm talking about and yeah. people don't even understand it but you can really tell a boss when you're looking at their child because what is there your is. child mimicking your children mimic there it is you. Your children mimic their environment. And especially if your your child grew up with a single parent or Mm -hmm. they had help, like in our cases, we did have spouses who helped us for a season in our our life. But like our children are a reflection of us because we're the nurturer and we're the of that, you know, that home. And so when I look at all of our children, like I'm all of them. Like we brag to each other's kids all the time because we are just so proud because we know the struggles, we know the the trials, we know the obstacles that we have faced and our children have come out like some big gorillas. And that makes us feel so proud as parents because it shows that not only was God in us, but it shows that God used us to wisely raise amazing sons and daughters. And that's what we're talking about right there. So that's stuff that, you know, most people, 
people, they either got one or the other. They got amazing right. kids, but then their home is in an uproar. Or they got good kids, but like they struggling. Life is just off the chain. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that is truly some boss stuff right there. And so if you got friends in your life who don't recognize that, who don't recognize, let me tell you something. I got a friend right now who has no children, but when I tell you, she will call me at the drop of a hat, like, sis, you doing your thing. Them kids yes. in the game. And yes. vice versa with my yes. sister, she got friends who don't have children or have children. They call her like, girl, how you get your kids like this? Yeah. How they turn out like that. That's boss stuff. And if you got a friend who don't recognize your boss, who don't yeah. recognize your level up, who don't recognize your worth, they ain't really a friend. I think you pretty much said it. That was my summation for the dysfunctional friendships and toxic relationships. Um, how do you know if you have a good friend? Well, number one, and these going to be pretty simple. This is going to be really simple. Y'all ready? They it's, it's one word, care, mm. right? Mm. C-A-R-E. Mm. Okay. C, they actually care. The word care. Right. A, appreciate. They actually appreciate who you are. R, you respect one another. So you care about one another. You appreciate one another. You respect one another. And E, you expect the best from one another. One word, C-A-R-E. You care, you appreciate, you respect and you expect the best. I love it. And that is how you know that you have a functional relationship and a friendship. Now, I'm gonna let y'all borrow that too. You can borrow Ditto Demons <laughs> and CARE. CARE acronym. Mm -hmm. And the CARE acronym, okay? And that's what I got. You got a closing remarks, sis? Awesome, yeah. So I think that was great. I think you broke it down like, like a fraction, sis, for real, for real. Um, that was good. She gave us some super valuable things to even think about. And you know what? Real talk, she gave you something to evaluate even yourself on. You know, are you, yeah. you know, are you ready to actually receive good friendship? You know, yeah. I think it's important for you to understand where you are even on that friendship diagram. And you know, this episode really came about because I said to my sister, you know, our book, uh, and this is a plug. Our book, Relationship Status, is on pre-order right now. We got like 30 days for that mug to be released. Oh, 30 days, 30, 30 days. days. 30 days. The 15th of September is release date. And before y'all get to talk about relationship status, what they know, read the book first before you get to talking all crazy. Yeah, you definitely got to read the book because I'm telling you, uh, the name ain't going to tell you what it's about, but you got to read right. it. It's a good read. You got to read yeah. the book. And I'm going to tell you something, the book is for every person, especially women at any stage of your life, whether you have yeah. married, whether you're single and satisfied, whether you out here doing God know what, yes. uh, the book is for you. Okay. I don't care where you at in your relational journey. This book is for every woman. Okay. And ain't nobody telling you, you got to do therapy to the book. Just read it. Just read the book. I'm telling you, it's good, y'all. <laughs> Listen, I don't be bragging like that, but there's some good stuff here in this here book. Well, y'all okay, so mm -hmm. might see us on that New York uh, Times bestseller. Listen, right and okay. tell a friend about the podcast, my sister yes. and me. Tell a friend. I mean, come on, y'all act like we ain't talking about stuff that is not relatable. I just gave you some stuff. I said, diddle demons. And I said, don't have no friends that ain't your real friends around your man. Ooh, and don't care. Don't care. And don't care. <laughs> But that's what um, I see. Exactly. So our book has been on pre-order for a week now, right? And so I said to my sister, I am shocked because at the end of the day, guys, like your first line of support should be your friends and your family and your church or any kind of other social uh, you know, connections that yes. you have. Yes. Our book has been on pre-order for a week. And when I tell you the people who have pre-ordered the book, I have been 100% shocked because number one, they have been my friends. 
but they are not my black friends. Ooh, what's that? What you trying to say about black folk? They are not have none of my black friends, families, oh, associates, church uh, associates. None of those people have pre-ordered our book, and it has been a week. You understand what I'm saying? This is what brought this topic up because I called my sister on the phone and I said, I am so appreciative of the support of my friends because I saw, you know, a couple of my friends pre-ordered a book and I was like, yay, you know, the others was just strangers, people I don't even know. But I saw a couple of my friends on that pre-order list and I was like, yes, awesome. And guess what though? They was my Latina friends. My, I even had one of my white friends. Well, they tend <laughs> but, to spend money now. But none of my, 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 my people friends or family or church. Listen, I've been in ministry. Woo. I've been in the ministry a good 20 plus years. Mm. I have been a leader of leaders for the past five or six years. I have a lot of church associations. I mm-hmm. have preached in a lot of churches. I have preached for a lot of pastors and ministries and, and all of that. But when See? I tell you, I have not seen any of those people pre-order me and my sister book. So I didn't get bitter and I didn't get angry because it's not something that's new to me. I've been in business for many years. I've been an author since what, 2014? Yeah. So I know how this goes. But I said to my sister, what about your friends? What about them? Like when you personally send your flyer to your friends and family, hey, my sister and I have a new project. I would really love your support. And none of them could purchase a $15 book. You know, this goes deeper than I was just going to say that you understand what I'm saying. It's deep. They're not supporting. They're not buying. There is an issue within our communities. Yeah, there's an issue. But I I was also going to say this, too. I think that sometimes. People. Assume. That they don't have to support. Because. Mm. Let's just go here because they're judging you based on your life. Mm. So they assume that they don't. And it, and it's not by, I mean, by no means you don't have to, the book going to sell. Right. But the thing is for you to just automatically decide you're not going to support me because I got enough supporters. But then you want my support. Now Let that sink in. That's the thing. That's all. Well, you know, and I often say that too, is because as an author and as a small business owner, that's a big thing for me and my family. It's even something I teach my children. We're very conscious about where we spend our money. We do our best to spend our money, first of all, in our own community, second of all, with other entrepreneurs, and third of all, with people of color. Okay, so at the end of the day, like, that's how we govern our spending. Okay, Mm -hmm. now, if, if, None of those uh, communities have what we need. Then we go outside, you know what I mean? Right. That and go to the Walmarts and Amazons of the world. But we right. try to look for it in our community amongst other small business owners or amongst people of color first. Yeah. Okay. And so I often say, you know, I can pull out of my, my bookshelf. I can pull about 10 to 12 local authors that I have supported. Um, not been close with all of them just because I know you're in my community yeah. and you're a, a black woman or male or yeah. small business. And I'm like, I'm gonna support that. Yeah. And, um, and I've often said, but I can't name one of those same authors who have any of my books. And so, like we said, the issue for us is not that we're worried about it. The issue I think for me is that it's something deeper, you know, I yeah. think, I think also even with family, sometimes it's like they look at you like, oh, you're just you're just you. you yeah, know, that's just a cousin I grew up with or yeah. that's just whatever, whatever. And it's like until they see you like at this massively big, successful place, that's when they start doing it. Runs, everybody runs, want oh, a book. Oh, then. That's my cousin. Oh, that's my sister. Oh, that was my friend. Oh, I grew up with her. Oh, yeah. I grew up with her no yeah. I, i'm telling you right now i tell everybody when it when i get to that level 
I, I feel sorry. I do not know this man. She be saying that. I don't say that. She I, say that. I feel sorry. I do not know this. I do not know this man. <laughs> I feel sorry for this man. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for this man. I do not know I, this man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm act like I don't know you, or I'm gonna act <laughs> like I know you. But I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be like you was. You know, real talk. Like it. It ain't important at this point. There you, you go. Because your friends and family, you need their support when you're building. When yeah. you're growing, when you're climbing the ladder, when you get to that ladder, that's the time to honor the people who supported you during that time. That ain't the time for me to take on no new friends, because I'm telling you right now. No new friends. No new level, friends. No new friends. <laughs> no new friends. If no me. Listen, me, me and my husband used to have a saying we used to say, you weren't shooting in the gym with me. <laughs> If you if you weren't shooting in the gym with me, baby, I'm telling you right now, you can't kick it with me. You can't fly the private jet with me. You can't go on a vacation with me. You was not invited to the private event. I'm telling you well, right now, you weren't shooting in the gym with me. You weren't I'm, shooting I'm in the gym with me. I'm sorry. I'm going to take that episode, one. That's how the episode came about, because I really wanted to dialogue about friendship. And yeah. do people really understand the quality of friendship? One yeah. of my friends who did purchase our book, like she's a very new friend. Like I literally met her through my son playing football and her son became my, my son's best friend. Nice. I love him like he's my own baby, which caused me to meet his parents. And then right. we started kind of bonding. And literally I sent that flyer to her and she was like, yeah, as soon as I get home, I'm going to pre wow. And guess what? She did exactly that. And wow. that, it made me feel so like warm in my heart when people just get to know you and they just know that you are a beautiful person on the inside. They, yeah. they are so excited about your accomplishments. And yet the people who have watched you scrape and struggle and build yourself from nothing will look at what you have done and be like, oh, that's nice. Moving on <laughs> to the next day. <laughs> so I really want nice. to dialogue because... As a people, and see, and I really brought up the fact that those friends who supported was not in my race because I want you to understand that other races don't do this to each other. This is how they become successful because not only do they support each other, but they build a network of support amongst each other so they can keep money flowing in that network. And in so, the community and together. If mm -hmm. we understood that and we started doing that for one another, we would be so much more further and powerful. And I think people are just in that, uh, we used to call it the crab mentality. When they see you rising up, they try to pull you down. But the reality is we have not learned that togetherness, that unity is what gives you that success. No man is an island. You will never get successful by yourself. There you, you go. You have to have a, support system or a network to do so and so at the end of the day because we serve God we're going to be successful regardless but the reality right. is it would feel so much better if we had the support of our friends our family our churches our clubs our whatever you're a part of behind you saying you you support us and you're there for us so we got you that would mean the world and so I'm telling you um, I really pray that we start really examining within ourselves, like, am I being a good friend? You know, if I'm not, then what is blocking this? You know, am I dealing with some unresolved hurt? Am I dealing with some unresolved trauma that somebody else has put me through? And just yeah. really start actively, you know, facing those things and then dealing with those things, getting some healing, getting some closure, you know, even asking God to give you wisdom on how to move forward. Because a lot of people are missing good people in their life because they just can't recognize it and they can't receive it. And so they either run it away or they run away from it. So that's my closing remarks. I love you guys. And I appreciate you guys watching this broadcast and supporting us week after week. Um, for those of you who don't, know the broadcast is on youtube as well on as it is an actual podcast if you yes apple apple music you can yes. listen to it on spotify and wherever podcasts are available it is sister conversations in black so uh make sure we'll be we'll be messy uh in, a, in two weeks we'll go back to the messiness
Okay. I got some mess for you. We'll go back to that in two weeks. Awesome. Yeah. You got anything you want to say in closing? No, I'm just kidding. We ain't never messy on here. No, but we're going to talk about y'all messiness for sure. (laughs) (laughs) No, you said it all. I love it. Well, thanks again, sis. As always, it's good to have these public conversations, uh, you know, that be a little bit, you know, we bring it down for y'all, okay? But when we having the conversation, it may go way to the left, but it's all yeah. good. <laughs> y'all see I'm disappearing. The beach is calling me. <laughs> I, but see, she got wind on her beach. It hot on my beach. As you see, I'm about to start sweating, okay? Uh, and that's not nobody say nothing about my Elvis Presley here today either. <laughs> Girl, you got them all shook up. Stop playing. <laughs> no, you didn't say all shook, all shook up. Ooh. Let me get off of here. All right, y'all. All right, I love y'all. Thank y'all again. You have watched episode, uh, season two, episode five. What about your friends? We'll see y'all two weeks for episode six. Have a good one. See you later. And go pre-order that book. Stop pre-order. Being Stop being a hater. All right. <laughs> all right, bye, y'all. Bye, sis. <laughs>